0: My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself.
1: Welcome to
0: walker retail ranger what's up everybody i'm walker also known as retail ranger this podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years each week we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger we hope you enjoy listening let's do this now it's time for walker retail ranger Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It is uh, Sunday, April 24th, 2022. Welcome to the Retail Ranger Podcast. Um, I know we screwed up and uh, didn't have an episode last week. Two well, people got upset.
1: Well, we didn't really screw up.
0: Well, yeah, it was Easter. Yeah. yeah, And we just, we took the day off.
1: Everybody needed the holiday.
0: We Easted. <laughs> All right, so uh, today, you took part in a holiday, and I don't even think you realized it. Really? Uh, National scream day
1: did i have fun
0: no remember oh, when oh it,
1: scream
0: scream remember what you did outside there what happened
1: oh those wasps
0: yes they Ps-ps. are out we are out there doing our yard work and we might sound a little nasally today and the occasionally,
1: pollen is killing
0: occasionally clear our throat i know you power washed the deck while i was blowing leaves out there and spent a lot of time outside today it's gorgeous it is gorgeous it's clear but very polliny we'll call it
1: My favorite time of year, though, even though it tears me up, I I just love all the new leaves. you get to hang
0: outside, fresh air. I got a farmer's tan. Ooh. You know, speaking of which, real quick, before we get back into the holidays of today, uh, that new little car I got there, that beater, Mm -hmm. has a sunroof.
1: Yeah, I noticed. Yeah.
0: Well, so does the top of my head notice. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, When I got back today from my little jaunt, (laughs) I was noticing the top of my head was on fire. That's what I have or get for having a very short slash balding haircut.
1: You need to wear a little yarmulke over that little patch. What?
0: (laughs) Over my little sunroof, my my natural sunroof? Yeah. All right. So it's also National (laughs) Pet Parents Day. So happy Pet Parents Day to us. We have Roddy with us in studio today. And uh, across the hall, we've got uh, Punky. She's on week three of her isolation, healing from her fractured pelvis. Pelvis pelvis yeah it was just it was just one fracture right? <laughs> yeah so it'd be two fractures on the pelvis or two pelvis or anyways so she's across the way doing well she's uh enjoying some solitude we get to see her a couple times a day and feed her and pet her and man is she a love bug oh she is Oof. Uh, and don't be surprised if you go in there later and she's skipping because today is national skipping day Ah. although with the fractured pelvis probably not a good idea yeah i guess it's not really skipping it's limping National Pigs in a Blanket Day. I don't think that's what we're having for dinner. No. No. I wish we had known that. I, I would have planned that. I
1: know. That. I would have definitely planned it.
0: And uh, World Pinhole Photography Day. Oh, right? Uh, apparently, it's some kind of ancient way of uh, taking pictures through a pinhole. So, if you're into photography, celebrate that today, folks. Um, so, we watched a documentary. Obviously, we've got birds now we've got four little chickens out there doing their thing just chickening the golden girls the golden girls we, we did name rose because she had the smallest little booty like white feather booty thing right yeah i don't know why how we got to that how oh, she was rose oh it, it kind of looked like a rosebud, like a white. oh yeah all right so we got blanche and rose we're still waiting on uh dorothy and um sophia sophia to come out of the pack pressure's on but so far i can tell two of them apart
1: Yeah, they're still kind of skittish, so it's kind of hard to get their personalities.
0: Well, I was able to pet a couple of them today um, against their will, (laughs) Yeah, but but I did pet them, so that was kind of cool. So we watched the documentary, I think, last week. It might have been Easter Sunday. We watched The Chicken of Tomorrow. I had seen that somewhere online and decided to pull it up on the old YouTube, and it was like a 20-minute documentary. And there's a couple different ones out there called The Chicken of Tomorrow, but the one I wanted to watch... um, was involving a contest that AMP p Supermarkets, the old Atlantic and Pacific Tea Company. Um, of course, I don't know if they're even around anymore.
1: I didn't know that's what that stood for. What,
0: AMP? Yeah. Yeah, Atlantic and Pacific. Isn't that wow. crazy? Wow. They were one of the biggest supermarket chains for a long I time. I
1: remember. Uh, Uncle Jimmy worked yeah. for him yeah. at one A&P. time. A&P.
0: Uh, so they had held a contest back in the, I think, wasn't it in the 40s or 50s? I believe so i
1: think it was in the 50s yeah
0: don't quote us i mean the car yeah it was in the 50s because the trucks looked like they were from 1948 and they called right. them motor trucks yes yes that was uh, so weird but basically they they called farmers from across the country um split them up into different regions and they all came to i think delaware with their best breeding stock of chickens because they were trying to develop a healthier meatier chicken for the u.s population right it was just a cool little documentary i don't like i said i'm not recommending it one way or the other but it was kind of cool to watch it and it was wild to see how small chickens
1: they were tiny
0: yeah chickens were actually very very small when we started eating them
1: i guess i never really paid attention to that yeah watching the old cowboy shows and
0: yeah well well, it's funny even really tiny with our little golden girls out here they look like they're a good sized bird but when you go and like touch them they're small yeah. It's a lot of feathers on Kind of
1: like when you give a cat a bath. Yeah. They look like a little rat.
0: I don't think I'll be giving them a bath anytime soon. But <laughs> but I did notice they're out there digging their little uh, dirt bath things. One was sitting on the dirt. Oh. She, she kind of dug a little hole where she was oh, sitting there. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. They, they do dust baths. So, um, a couple neat things happened at the store this past week. Uh, one was which a, a customer of ours also does amateur well i don't know if it's amateur or not but he does like slow cook competitions
1: yeah well it's kind of professional
0: yeah i guess you get paid you can yeah yeah all right so his stuff is amazing um and he was in there picking up a couple boston butts and he said he actually had to slow down on his competitions this year oh really yeah um his wholesaler that he would buy his ribs from a couple weeks ago he bought them and they were 349 a pound and he realized he needed a couple more cases, so he called the guy up this past week. And the price has gone up to six forty nine a pound oh at my wholesale. gosh! Yeah. And he said the other reason he, he can't be going to these competitions as much is due to the price, the cost, like the price of gas. You figure these guys are driving more than likely trucks, carrying a trailer with their,
1: all their pit gear. smoker and right. all that stuff
0: on it, plus the weight of the food. And mm-hmm. they're traveling. I think his last one was in, like, Ohio. But if you're driving from Virginia to Ohio over the mountains in a tra- with a trailer, you're spending some gas money, and then you get there, you better win <laughs> I know. because that's that's how you're making your money back. And right. you, you come home like uh, with that thin wallet, your wife's gonna be like, "Hey, uh, nice hobby. Can we get a real job? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. We gotta pay the rent." <laughs> so that, that was kind of an interesting concept with uh, with the price of of food. Obviously, it is still it's hitting everybody. As a matter of fact, last I had seen, it was actually cheaper to eat out than to eat at home. Huh? We'll see how that changes. Yeah, it's week probably so. going to
1: change. Well, it is the uh, especially if they know about that, <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: we got to make more money. Um, so, like the our current inflation rate is what it is. I mean, it's bad, but that there is still the producer's price index that's always a little bit behind that foretells where inflation is going to go. And if that producer, those producers are paying 10%, we're going to be paying more than 8.5%. Trust True. me, it's coming. Yeah. I saw somewhere one of the airlines announced that they were going to pass 100% of their increased cost for fuel and stuff onto the consumer. Wow. I don't know if that's good marketing. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't be telling everybody I that. know. I mean, you know they're doing it. Um, speaking of which, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of downsizing on products. Um, matter of fact, uh, I forgot what brand it was, but facial tissues, Uh, I had to put a different tag up and I looked and it went from a 60 count tissue, facial tissue Uh to a 55 count. You get five less tissues in the box, same price, kind (sighs) of funky, but think about that five tissues per box savings. True. The company's going to, we're paying for it no matter how it goes. I mean, yeah. the consumer is always going to pay for it. And that's the unfortunate thing. I actually looked like in the retail sector, wages average increase this year is like two and a half to three and a half percent. So that's what our raises are. And they were between two and a half to three and a half percent. Yeah. But inflation is what? 8.5. <laughs> so we're losing money. Yeah. Let's do the math here. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you want companies to have a cost of living increase, but, hopefully inflation will come back down to normal at some point right so i mean they don't really like give people money based on inflation or cost of living like that i mean they do cost of living from time to time but you, know, you can't be man because you imagine getting an eight and a half percent raise
1: that would be amazing
0: it would be but then again guess who ends up paying for it in the long the run? customers. the customers. so it's, it's a it's a double-edged sword so I, I do want to talk about something that's going to be kind of a bummer but it's a it's a leadership thing, and it's about um, burning bridges. Mm. And so I've been in retail 35 years. You were in forever and a day, and it, we've always heard the expression, hey, don't burn your bridges. Right. Um, especially in the retail industry, we are a recycled kind of people.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, retail is retail, no matter where you work. Whatever's on the outside of the store, name.
1: The grass isn't greener. It, the grass ain't greener. I found that out the hard way. Yeah, you
0: did. Um, But I'm struggling staffing-wise in my building, and we're still struggling. I mean, mm-hmm. it's especially I'm, I'm missing some leadership in my building, which is even tougher on me. Right. So I had a person commit to transferring to my building in a leadership position. I was like, sweet. So I figured, all right, I got a couple of weeks. This person's going to be coming in. Uh, the person came into the store, told everybody, hey, I'm back. Yeah, because... this person had worked for me before. Yes. Right? And everybody knew him. It was right. super exciting. Yeah, and it was a an instant stress relief. I grew about an inch taller on my shoulders, <laughs> you know, because it's weighing me down. Yeah. So, I'm sitting there. I'm doing inventory the other day, and I'm thinking, all right, well, at least I won't have to do this next month because I'll have the person here. <laughs> right. Because um, that's not normally part of my job is to do the monthly inventory yeah. on that in that department.
1: You do what you have to do sometimes. Well, yeah,
0: you got to. You got to just get it done. And... While I was doing that, I got a text stating that that person had changed their mind. That was bad timing. We're, yeah. So we're talking like a couple days to a week before this person's supposed to arrive in my building. And I get the text, not even a like a phone call. Right. And so here's the thing. I mean, I always tell folks, hey, leave me on good terms. I will support whatever you want to do. You want to go try it and see if the grass is greener, great. But my, I always tell everybody, you'll be back. You'll come home.
1: Or you will end up working somewhere else if you make a decision to switch jobs. You never know who you're going to be working for.
0: Correct. And that's kind of where I was going with that retail recycling thing. I mean, there's a situation where if you went to work for a company you worked for before, there's a boss there now that you didn't get along with in this one company and you Let's say you jump ship and went to another company, and that person's your boss again. Uh, That's not good. You actually had a situation where you had an associate burn you. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then you went...
1: I was transferred to another store later on, a couple years down the road, and that person was at that store, which blew my mind. Right. So I I automatically was deflated. It's like, oh, no, not again.
0: I mean, that's awkward to begin with. It is. Yeah, but then you got to... You got to handle it. I yeah, mean, you, you got to be professional. You've Got to be firm, fair, and consistent. But it was just extremely disappointing, you know, yeah. to have somebody, especially I have known this person for fifteen years. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, you have. I worked with them. Right, it, great, great, and I it just does not make sense.
1: No.
0: Um, it was it was a good going to be a win win for both parties. So whatever the reason is, it is what it is. Well, but,
1: there's a reason for everything. So yeah, you're right. Just kind of need to move. on, And it on, has worked I out. I mean. Right. As of right now, I have somebody coming. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I, I'm Here's not gonna, to hoping.
0: I'm not going to count the chickens before they hatch.
1: Yeah, that that never works out.
0: No, it doesn't. And by the way, they haven't laid eggs yet. I, I did check again today.
1: They've laid a lot of other stuff.
0: Yes, they have. They are very productive.
1: They're not as bad as ducks, though.
0: No, no, no.
1: Oof. They are peeping machines.
0: What, ducks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oof. But the, these chickens, they're not as bad. Yeah. I don't know how we got to that. I guess I got distracted looking at the window. <laughs> so speaking of, uh, I guess well, let's just wrap up the burn bridges situation, please. More power to you. You want to go do your own thing, go try something different. I am so down with that, but do not burn those bridges. And you know what I mean by burning bridges. Yeah. You know, work your if if you're supposed if you're given a two weeks notice. Work the two weeks notice. Yes. Um, Leave on
1: good terms.
0: And and I'm sure, and I would expect, if you gave me your two weeks notice, is your productivity going to be 100%?
1: Probably not.
0: But. But you still need to give it at least 95. You know what I'm saying? If you have any integrity at all. That's true. Self-worth and all that stuff. But just, yeah, get it. I I totally understand people want to do other things. But just remember, at some point, you will run into that person again in the retail industry. (laughs) I swear, because that was kind of the story I talked about when I worked for the for Walmart back in the day, and I was a jerk to vendors. Oh, yeah. You know, because well, they kind of made me be. They
1: made they made us be. They, they
0: did, and then I go back to this horrible. regional chain, and all of a sudden, those vendors are coming in, and they're like, oh, hey, butthead. And I'm like, ah, 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 sorry. They made me do it. I
1: know. We had to change a lot of behaviors. Right, but... Which I was... We were both happy to. It oh, was... yeah, absolutely.
0: So... So, speaking of uh, Burning Bridges, we did watch something else very frivolous last week. Fast and Furious 9. Oh. With your, your favorite action hero.
1: Van Diesel.
0: Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah. Vin. Vin. Vin Diesel, Yep. Yeah. Um, so, it was your typical action movie. A lot of cars, a lot of crashes, a lot of no, drama. No, that's
1: your typical action
0: movie. Oh, all right, all right. My, <laughs> I, I like action movies. Okay. I
1: like action movies, but.
0: Okay. So, I, I did have this. Like it hit me. Listen to the birds.
1: I know. Wow. All
0: right. So <laughs> come it, it back got, to me. It, it hit me when I was watching this movie because there was so much calamity <laughs> and was. destruction in this I mean it was over the top.
1: It, yeah.
0: It got me to the point where I started thinking about the innocent bystanders and victims of their shenanigans.
1: <laughs> I know. It was
0: awful. You remember that one car scene where like it, they were like crashing I swear It for was like,
1: like through a market. Like uh, for twenty market. minutes. Yeah. yeah.
0: But twenty minutes, they had this big tractor trailers and all these cars. And just picture you're you're going into your house. You had a rough day, and you're gonna go upstairs and crack open a cold beer. And all of a sudden, you look outside, and there's your car, just like
1: smashed to well, smithereens. It, it got
0: magnetized or something to the, some other vehicle. Yeah, I mean, like eighteen million vehicles got destroyed in that. Some guy's little fruit stand. Oh, I know. You know, and, and I'm thinking all these buildings, all these cars, the stands. You know, you didn't see a lot of people dying, but the physical destruction, and I was like, holy crap, I know it's a movie, but I just started thinking about the the average Joe. <laughs> you know, you just come in, you do your nine-to-five job, whatever, come home, relax, you walk outside, and your entire street is gone, because some <laughs> jerks are, 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 are chasing criminals, in or masterminds. <laughs> but that movie, I mean, it was okay as far as action movies go, it was very campy, obviously, but it lost us both because oh. I remember when I saw this scene, I looked over at you and you were looking at me like, "What the heck are we watching?" now? Yeah, so this took the weirdest turn. And if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil this for you.
1: Yeah, big spoiler alert. So,
0: Pontiac Fiero, you remember that car? Oh yeah, cute little car. I love here. that car. So in this movie, they actually had a rocket engine on top of the car. And you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, they got to one up themselves each episode. And we're on episode nine or season or episode nine of Fast and Furious, whatever they call it. And they have a Fiero with a rocket engine on top. <laughs> you know, And you figure that's all right. This is what they did. Well, at one point in the movie, this Pontiac Fiero with the rocket engine on top now has wings, <laughs> no tires, and it's literally going to space.
1: Yeah, that was so over the top. And and the
0: two dudes that were in it, the Fast and Furious cast dudes, were wearing like deep-sea diving (laughs) suits, (laughs) not not space suits. And and they actually acknowledged that they were deep-sea diving suits. Um, So they were in a Fiero with a rocket engine on top, wings, no tires, wearing deep-diving suits. And they had to destroy a satellite in space. And at that point, we really... Would have shut the movie off had we not already watched three quarters of it. Well, yeah, we were so invested. But I mean, at it was point. it was that off the chain stupid that I mean we really looked at each other in disbelief. So
1: I know, but as much as I can't stand, dude, where's my car? I kind of wish we were watching that instead. Wow, <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, I, that uh, oof, that movie. That says a lot right there. Yeah,
0: but anyways, uh, Fast and Furious Ten is probably gonna really suck. I'm just calling it. If they do come out with another one, hopefully they'll just. Yeah. Let it pass, but that was my segue from burning bridges into, <laughs> into that that craziness of a movie. So, uh, I know we usually talk about this at the very beginning, and I was going to end there, but kind of an impromptu thing. You had made beef jerky. Oh, yeah. And, and I forgot to tell you, I'm out. I need more jerky.
1: Really? Yeah, I need the
0: rest of that stuff. So tell me your first jerky that you made. What kind was that? What, what was that?
1: Well, the first one... I followed a recipe from Food Network, okay, and it was like a barbecue flavor. Okay.
0: But yeah. what did you, what was the meat?
1: London broil. Okay. So every time that goes on sale or it's marked down for quick sale, yeah, I'll buy a couple and stick it in the freezer. Okay. Well, you know, I wrap it in foil. And, right. And so I was just thinking about it. I was like, well, I keep saying them will make jerky. I got time to make jerky. Yeah. So I did the first batch, and it was okay. Yeah. And the, then, the consistency
0: was good. The flavor, it could have had more yeah, punch to the yeah, yeah, definitely needed a punch. But the, the consistency was good.
1: So the second batch I did with like more of an, an Asian-type sauce with, a, okay. you know... Soy sauce? Soy sauce and um, ginger yeah. and some red pepper flakes. Yes. And that gave it a little bit of a bite. It I mean, had, it wasn't hot, but it was... No, it had some heat. It had a little heat. Yeah. but And it was a little sweet, too, yeah. and salty. So it, it
0: was... That's probably why I ate it so fast. But it's gone. yeah. <laughs> That's good you, but protein. It is, it is. It is really amazing. So how long did it take? How long does it take on average to cook the jerky in the oven?
1: On 200, it took about three hours. All
0: right. And you, you chose not to use our dehydrator.
1: No, because I think it takes a lot longer. Okay. And it's a lot of broil, you know, there's a lot of meat. Right. So I would probably have to do it in a couple batches. So the oven's the way to go.
0: Yeah. I like it. It was good. It house smelled great for all day. Yeah, it did. I mean, meat just cooking in the oven air. So, and what are we? We're having chicken tonight.
1: I'm just doing chicken thighs in the air fryer.
0: Ugh. If you don't have an air fryer, folks, seriously, that is a phenomenal it situation. It
1: is. I love it. So I'm what, not. Uh, what are the
0: advantages of it? Tell people.
1: Well, it cooks the fat out, so yep. you're you're not. You know, I mean, if you pan sauté something in olive oil, you know, that's great. Olive oil is good for you, but. If you're trying to, like, kind of watch it calorie-wise, yeah. the air fryer's the way to go. And it tastes just as good, it which does. is amazing. It
0: almost tastes like a fried-baked chicken, like it's, yes. that's how I've described yes. it the past. Yes, And meat.
1: chicken wings in it are good, too. Yeah,
0: they are. So, yeah. if you don't have an air fryer, Chef Liz totally endorses getting one. Oh,
1: yes. I, I've been missing out on that for quite a while.
0: Yeah. I know you were kind of hesitant at first. Well,
1: I'm not... I love appliances, but not something gadgets. that big, I'm not, yeah. like... Where am I going to put this? The kitchen, kitchen space is so is tight. small, right? So, but it's worth it.
0: All right, cool. You heard <laughs> it here. You heard it here. Seventeenth, <laughs> air fryers are good. So, all right. Well, I guess we're going to wrap it up. Uh, be sure to our Instagram is way behind. Uh, the website's way behind, but uh, the podcast is now current. Yeah. So that's good. But we're on uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and I believe Google still. Yeah. So. Uh, we did pick up some more listeners, by the way. Ooh. I think we got uh, Canada. I forgot where There's a couple more, like, sporadically. Although, I did think about this. Oh. Like, sometimes when I Google stuff on my phone, like, to, like I was looking for auto parts. And it has my location in some weird place. Apple has a built-in thing where they kind of hide your location and use a VPN, like a virtual private network. Okay. So, I don't know if these spots on the earth that we see listeners are actually where they're actually from they could technically be you well it's not me <laughs> oh my god I, i've listened to myself a thousand times even i would get sick of hearing myself but you know i just wonder because like somebody is is there really somebody in belgium listening is there really somebody in moscow yes
1: i believe that oh you
0: think there is yeah well hey belgium and moscow and canadian listeners if you're out there uh Shoot me a text. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Do do a review (laughs) or something. Um, Subscribe and all that crap and yada, yada, yada. appreciate the support, everybody. Thank you for joining me today, Liz. Absolutely. And uh, y'all be good. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers, don't forget to check out WalkerRetailRanger.com. Could be how you found this podcast, but there's an About Us uh, link on there that you can ask questions or submit some topics for future podcasts if you'd like. Um, I'm pretty new to this building a website thing. I'm kind of learning as I go. I'm a retail ranger, not an IT guy. Um, But so far, the analytics are showing that I'm pretty big in Belgium. Just saying. WalkerRetailRanger.com. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.